0: I feel so we have a philosophical difference on this i think i feel like all of uh, my favorite podcasts they do the same intro every week and they get it they get in and out quick it's a <laughs> quick little thing but they say it the same way every single week and i feel like that's that consistency is good you i actually like that i so find it like kind of comforting
1: let me get this straight you think it's good on a podcast when the there's consistency <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And you start, and the intro is just like a quick thing that they, it's just quick, and you know what to expect, and they get it over with, and it's not, like, different and meandering every time? Yeah. That's ridiculous.
0: Okay. Is this it? Is this the intro? Yeah, this is it. All right, well, hello and welcome to this episode of Good Listeners, a podcast hosted by two kind-hearted, generous, emotionally available sweeties who are always there to listen if you need them. We're friends, roommates, and rivals, and we talk about music, whether the mics are on or not, but when the mics are on, we do it worse, I swear. I'm your first Sweetie, Randy, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, it's Clay. Welcome to the show, Clay. I I don't know if I can pull you out of your sort of fugue state you're in. It seems like you're in an absolute flow state with the synth right now so I am vamping until you find a stopping point, uh, but you are jamming. Yeah, all right. Hey, wh- what's <laughs> up? Welcome to the show,
1: everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Good listeners. Yeah. I w- so did you just say the intro? I wasn't really paying attention.
0: I did. This is the show. I was hoping that I could turn to you for some feedback after trying that new intro. We were just, I had to sort of put that new intro together on the fly. Um, you had some pretty harsh criticisms of my previous intro (laughs) (laughs) um we really got into it um no you uh um it was it was time to change a couple things about the intro and i was hoping that maybe you would listen so that you could give me some feedback but you know what you can listen to it in the edit and yeah, we these can talk are, about it these are, before some the next episode. These are
1: philosophical differences we have in recording podcasts. You think there should be consistency and that I should listen to you. And I beg to
0: differ. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are my two main qu- requests. I'm sort of every week off the air, I'm sort of begging you, please listen to the things I'm saying and also be consistent. And you say neither of those things are things podcast hosts uh, or, or podcasts themselves should have you're insistent about that point
1: yeah the true struggling podcaster
0: um, <laughs> would
1: never uh, s- submit themselves to, <laughs> s- to such such concessions yeah um so but um alas we are here and we are drinking some beers ladies and uh you know folks um, uh well you're drinking a beer yeah not even rec- presently it just rhymed but um, oh yeah, you
0: finished the, you finished the beer
1: yeah. Um, you know, wha- hey, what's your uh here's a question for the top of the podcast favorite beer-themed song? Uh could be, uh, you know, about beer has beer in the title.
0: Probably the Real Big Fish one.
1: That's not a real answer. Your favorite beer-themed song is Beer by Real <laughs> Big Fish. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um no, I don't know. <laughs> I I guess my real answer would maybe be uh uh Beers Again Alone. Um, who, who does that? Jeff Rosenstock.
1: Okay. Oh, that is, uh, wh- what album is that off of?
0: Uh, We Cool. Right, right, right. Um, that's y- probably my real answer, but maybe there's a better, there's almost certainly a better one. Yeah. I don't I- know.
1: Interestingly, that might be the, the Jeff Rosenstock album I've gotten into the least. Um,
0: that was the first one I got into and I went in deep. Yeah. I uh, love that thing.
1: I really went, got deep into the one that came out before that with dishes cool. and, um, the internet is... Everywhere, yeah, and all those Yeah, the trash,
0: the trash, the trash.
1: Yeah, I love that album. Yeah, it's um, really good.
0: I Look Like Shit, I think is the name of it.
1: Yep, that's the name. I couldn't remember the name. But yeah. anyways, uh, none of my favorite... I don't know. Um, You know, don't want to dwell on this too long. I like the beers by The Front Bottoms, but that song, it's it's not really like a beer-drinking song. I just think it's a good song. Um, sure. And, you know, you got B-double-E-double-R-U-N. Garth Brooks. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, and... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what like a good, good beer song is. There's none. There's uh, you know, they don't people don't write songs about beer famously.
0: I guess not. I mean, I think there are a lot of songs about beer. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I think there are a lot of specifically country and punk songs about beer. Cheap yeah. beer, cheap beer. Fiddler, I think that's a that's a, a nice single.
0: Yeah, there's almost certainly some punk songs about PBR. Um, <laughs> yeah, and maybe by the I band I Pew Pew Pew. Yeah, I, 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 I bet there
1: are. I bet there are. <laughs> um,
0: well, that was a fruitful topic. Uh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I
1: thought you might. <laughs> clearly, neither of us had a good answer to that. <laughs> no. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, it was. No, I. Well, I think our answers were fine. The, okay. Uh, beers again alone, and um, what was yours?
1: The beers. By, by Front, the bottoms, front right, bottoms, right,
0: right, right. Yeah, no, those are fine answers. Um, but none of them can hold a candle to beer by Real Big Fish. Um,
1: That's true. I mean, I, I don't think as many radio plays.
0: Yeah, certainly. Um, I think, yeah, If you ha- so if you haven't stopped listening at this point already, this is a show about music. We talk about what we've been listening to, um, which is a great springboard to get into our first big segment of the show, which is me asking you, what have you been listening to?
1: Randy, I have been listening to the new Rye album, Home, I've been listening to. Um, <laughs> you know, I've only listened to it all the way through once, so um, unfortunately for a lot of these albums, haven't been taking a deep dive into them. It's just been the past couple of days, because if you want to know what I've really been listening to throughout, throughout the week, it's a lot of what we talked about last week. I'm still pretty into the Counting Crows although yeah. I am going to take a little bit of a break from talking about <laughs> you know, my Counting Crows endeavors this week. Yeah. Um, but I do want to say... Same for me and Animal Collective. I do want to say that this Rye album is very good, um, so I just <laughs> recommend it. It's kind of... Um, I don't even know. I, I, This is not a genre I'm super familiar with, so I'm kind of at a loss talking about it, but I know I've played a bit of it around you. It's kind of what would you call this like down tempo um
0: yeah i guess something like that i don't know i mean it just sounds sort of generally like indie to me okay um (laughs) which (laughs) is not that i'm not like i'm not saying that's a good descriptor it's certainly not it's very general but um
1: this is just indie
0: but do you know what i mean like it i'm sure that there's a name for this subgenre of course but like it just like you throw this on and, and anybody in the room is gonna be like, oh yeah, this is, you know, it an sounds indie like the, it's like the XX, it's a twenty tens indie record basically.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it's like an XX record kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, I, I I think it's it's very good. I think it's very catchy and it's kind of, just yeah. All, I mean, it is kind of washed out. I don't know, like everything is a little muddled. Hmm. Like you're listening to it through a wall a little yeah. bit, which but I think it, it works for it because it, it's just kind of it's very it's very vibey. You you put it on, and I, c- I could see you know I don't think that's I'm not calling it generic or anything, but that you would hear it in a coffee shop or something maybe. Uh, yeah,
0: I could see that, and I think yeah, I mean I've I've only heard a few tracks from this thing, and I have enjoyed them each time. Um, nothing bad to say about it at all and if anything i would say maybe we're with it sounds like we're maybe short selling this thing a little bit right no, now No, i think we uh, are i, I think um <laughs> i think it's like a very nice record like it's really enjoyable and i will say that i like it despite the fact that um that sort of like washed out reverb like very spacious very fuzzy uh distant kind of sound in indie is not always my favorite thing i tend to like a bit of crisper production personally yeah but this this music you know when it's done well i like it and i think that this is done pretty well i
1: think they're doing it very well and i I really do want to highly recommend it i'm looking forward to digging into it a little bit more um but just after a first listen uh, i think it's great
0: yeah fantastic
1: what have you been listening to randy
0: um so i can't probably should have checked i can't quite remember if i i don't think i talked about soft blue shimmer last week
1: I don't uh, I don't recall. I haven't edited that episode yet. OK. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. So there's this this band, Soft Blue Shimmer. They have uh, an album out called Heaven Inches Away. Um, it
1: sounds like vaguely f- familiar, but I we talk about music all the time. It's so. true. <laughs>
0: um, I think I may have texted it to you this week or something. OK, I think you did uh, actually. Uh, and it's this thing is really nice. It's a we've been I feel like we've both been uh, I think you started us both on kind of a, a shoegaze uh, bender. A little bit in the last. I couple control weeks. the trends around here in <laughs> this Abs- household. Absolutely, I
1: set the. I set the law. I. Uh, <laughs> you Randy laid down
0: the law. You said it's shoegaze now. Yeah,
1: Randy's like, hmm, what's coming? Th- what's coming from Clay's room? Ca- counting Crows slowed down. Is that <laughs> like? And next, I hear Randy. He's slowing
0: down Counting Crows songs. That's n- I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and I love. I love improv, and I love to follow. Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i refuse to go along with this fiction that i slowed down any counting oh, you're, you're
1: right to do that i think that you need to sh- <laughs> sh- shut it down sometimes
0: <laughs> um yeah less less improv um on podcasts i say uh uh soft blue shimmer is what i was talking about um their new album heaven inches away i think is a really solid shoegaze record um i don't think it'll you know if you're a shoegaze skeptic at all i don't think this is the album that's going to convince you um and if you are a big shoegaze fan i don't think that this is an album that's going to surprise you but if you are someone who is just into shoegaze for kind of the vibe for just those those tones you just like what shoegaze is on its own on the merits of that yeah then then this thing is gonna do it for you i think for sure
1: yeah i mean that's that's me so i should i should listen to this yeah
0: Um, i think it's super solid um and i I don't want to sound like backhanded about it at all like i i think that it is legitimately good um and i enjoy it yeah uh, quite a bit but i i'm just saying like if you're you know if, if if that doesn't sound like something that appeals to you then then it won't
1: you know since just because you mentioned shoegaze
0: there is one that I want to
1: give a re- quick recommendation to, um, Comatose. Away back, um, Shugay's uh, also sort of grunge album that just came out. That I w- it's what I was playing literally right before we started recording.
0: I was wondering what that um, was. And I didn't ask.
1: And yeah, I mean it's it's um, yeah it's it pretty heavy, it, but it's got it's definitely got that sort of '90s grunge sound to it, um, as well mixed in with some some Shugay's. Uh, more spacey guitars and i just want to give that a recommendation yeah uh, it sounded I, cool i think it's good
0: did you want to talk about uh another one
1: yeah um let's see what's the other things that i've been listening to a lot um land hect this is a hmm. great release that i i highly highly recommend is land hect of um the band Muncie mm. girls yeah uh, um just came out with her first solo record um uh going to hell is the name of the record and i was we just listened to pretty much this whole thing before we started recording uh you, you heard it for the first time yeah uh most of it we listened to and it's good i mean it's kind of like um indie a little bit of indie punk sort of yeah. type of type of thing going on um any punk indie indie pop ish thing and it's just uh, it's good it's really good yeah
0: i mean i think if you're into camp cope if you're into yeah. kayatana um if you're into Lumeria, then like this is going to work for you um and it definitely worked for me i was really into it it made me think about going to shows um in yeah, a very good way that's um, what I, would, <laughs> I was just <laughs> sitting there
1: and i got sad cuz i was like this is where i should be at a show of this yeah Uh, um
0: don't know why it's not called going to hect um but
1: you know yeah there's always next time i guess (laughs) going (laughs) to hell too, going to hect that's a great idea yeah Yeah.
0: thank you yeah
1: very good (laughs) you should you should uh send an email you should send an email i think i will Um,
0: i'll slide into those dms
1: but yeah these are just super catchy songs um and i i like it yeah bit.
0: i i you mean, know yeah i totally agree with you i i heard it for the first time this evening as yeah. you were playing it um but i was i was immediately captured by it like it was something that was just so obviously up my alley just as soon as i heard it and i had i had been aware that it had come out i saw it on some you know new music friday list um and I was interested in checking it out. But honestly, from just the look of the cover and the name, it wasn't, you know, it was something that I was interested in tentatively. I was like, this seems cool. Yeah. Uh, I might like it, but I did not realize just uh, just how much up my alley it really was. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm excited to listen to it more.
1: Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I mean, it's like, let's not kid ourselves. We don't have anything to say because we want to listen to it like once. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh,
0: that was your first time as well?
1: Well no, that was my second time. Oh, okay, okay. But still we didn't we were we didn't we were sitting there like eating yeah, you know, Taco Bell. We didn't We um, were sitting there eating <laughs> Taco Bell. Um so you know, let's not let's just keep this train going. The recommendation train this week. I think uh they got a lot we got a few other sh- short ones I want to recommend. Do you have anything else you would like
0: Absolutely. To? I got a couple I'll do a pair here. Okay. Um which is uh the first part of that pair is Camp Trash um oh, yeah with their down timing ep um which i also just heard tonight um but i was aware of camp trash because they are from uh the state where we were born and raised and currently live florida um wow and and the the second band that i'm going to talk about is snacking um who has a new single out uh came out two days ago um and same for the, the Downtime EP by Cam The new single by Snacking is Blacked Out on a Train. Um, and, and both of those are Florida bands. Wow. So want to support that. They're both uh, Florida pop punk bands, which uh, is something that I have always liked. I have always said, you know, obviously, like, a lot of pop punk comes out of New Jersey. A lot of it comes out of Pennsylvania, New York, California. Um, and, and more broadly, you know, the, the Pacific Northwest. Um, but, but Florida, I think is one of the great states for pop punk still and has been for a long time.
1: Yeah. Great conditions for pop punk to develop. And, uh, <laughs> <absolutely> <laughs> very much so. Yeah.
0: The urban sprawl really helps. The swamps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of, uh, the almost the whole state is suburbs. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is, is, was perfect conditions. Uh, hot, just hot suburbs where you got to be indoors a lot of the time. Um, it's
1: great and tons of um old
0: people yeah (laughs) yeah tons of old people to to annoy the young people that are here um uh but yeah i (laughs) I think okay I, i think these i think these songs are good i i'm happy about camp trash i've been aware of them for a while from their twitter presence i've been excited for them to release actual music So, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited that they finally are. They've got a record on the way. Hopefully, Snacking also has a record on the way that this single is is from, maybe. Um, I don't think they've had anything since their EP in 2018, so I'm excited to see where they go. Nice. Um, And, uh, yeah, just just, um, wanted to shout those out um, because I think that they're good and I want to support the Florida DIY scene
1: absolutely lots of good folks yeah that's great i mean i did listen to that camp trash and that's good it's just solid it's just solid it's really good very catchy so
0: um
1: i also that gets my stamp of approval as well yeah Um, just
0: just really you know i want to support the florida diy scene for altruistic reasons of course but also you know i just got to make up for the time where uh my friend uh pam and i were very Drunk at a house party and ran into the guys from Golden Pelican, uh, and I think we really annoyed them. Oh no! How? How so? <laughs> what did you do? Well, it's a whole story. Uh, we, th- well, you brought it <laughs> up. So we met. Uh, th- <laughs> we met <them laughs> You're totally right. I did bring <laughs> it up, and maybe we should cut this out. I don't know, but uh, uh, we met them. We ran into them at a uh, an indie wrestling show uh, on um, near where where we live currently. Um, and, uh, and, and we're talking to them at a bar for a little bit and we were both very broke at the time. And then they were talking about the sort of house party that was happening later, which (laughs) we did not know anyone at. And, and, uh, my friend, uh, Pam decided that we should go to that. Um, (laughs) and I, I went along with it and, um, I probably should have been like, no, we should maybe not. Because we showed up there and we absolutely did not know anyone and everybody else was had like brought their own beers and Uh-oh. stuff and we did not because we were very broke. And so we, we like bummed beers off of people. I shouldn't say bummed. That wordage sucks. Um, we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we asked for beer from people and they were very nice and gave it to us. And then I just like I just sort of drunkenly talked at the guy the drummer of golden pelicans for a while
1: Oh, nice! and i
0: i got the sense that he was not enjoying talking to me that much but i felt like i was already in the conversation and didn't know how to gracefully leave it for like a good five minutes um and then i finally did (laughs) and then i went and found pam at the other side of the party and was like i think we should leave and then we did
1: (laughs) well okay so hmm. all right well very cool yeah, I Very mean, cool that you met those guys. I mean, I have plenty of stories that I could just bring up as well about me running into musicians around town. Um, <laughs> well,
0: no, I wasn't. No, I don't think that that's a cool story. Like, I think that's no. You were name dropping. Every, no, yeah. in every way, that is <laughs> the opposite. Like that story could not make me seem less cool.
1: Well, hey, um, you know, I think that you've made up for it by recommending these two artists uh in in our well yeah and you know
0: what i check out golden pelicans as well they're a good punk band from from orlando
1: yeah and uh just hey don't don't fucking talk to them
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I would love to never talk to them again i uh it was very embarrassing for me every every social situation i've ever been in has been embarrassing for me um hey including this one right yep let's move on
1: (laughs) (laughs) um okay um (laughs) was like are we are we done with the segment no I have some more to
0: recommend yeah that's up to you bud uh
1: excuse me hey <laughs> hey let's <laughs> settle down <laughs> here for a second I have some serious music business <laughs> to talk I'm, about
0: i'm sorry uh, i'm i'm now on I'm on uh high uh alert all right. from telling that story
1: <laughs> all right all right all right um I want to recommend this new anarchy ninety nine record rock star super heat um this is a project from one half of black dresses who had a great album that came out last year sort of a hyper pop uh project and this you know it's kind of a hyper pop really just trying to lean into the punk rock aspects of it um And this is this is good. I mean, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I'd say if if you're not on board the Hyperpop train, then this might be not your thing, you know, um, might be jarring or something. But I think that this this is really good. There's some really catchy songs on here like Angel Wing, Paradise and some funny lyrics as well. Uh, Great production. So I really love this Anarchy 99 album.
0: Absolutely, I heard a little bit of it in your car, uh, earlier, and I enjoyed what I heard. Cool. But <laughs> I have nothing else to hide to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: do you? I mean, you're you don't really like like um hundred GEX and all that sort of thing, right? You're not you're not big onto that.
0: I wouldn't say I don't like it, uh, because that makes me. Um, well, I'm sound not.
1: I, I'm not saying that like you do. You think it's bad or? I'm anything. not a hater. I'm, I'm just saying that like it's not your thing, right?
0: yeah it's not it's not deeply my thing like you're really into i w- i don't ever i don't think even one time have i put on 100 gecks on by myself oh on wow purpose. really um it's <laughs> yeah, it's must. something that people put on like in social situations and i'm like this is cool but i have no desire to listen to it on my own time
1: hmm, interesting man i thought that christmas song they came out with last month was so good
0: the grinch thing uh
1: yeah sympathy for the grinch and it had it was like a like a ska kind of thing going on that was good yeah i think i think hundred X rules but it's definitely not for everyone
0: yeah um, i just don't uh, so here's the thing uh, we're getting into it now that's uh, fine
1: hey i think that it's good to talk about things <laughs> on the sure. podcast <laughs> <laughs> sure
0: that's what hey, it's what it's for um I just think that people will get annoyed at my opinion on this. Um, and I think maybe my opinion won't hold up to scrutiny, but I'm going to share it anyway. I'm going to scrutinize the hell out of you. <laughs> Which is that I think um, I just get, I get sort of like irked whenever some a new thing happens in music and people are like sort of hailing it as like, you know the most important thing and the the absolute like freshest most innovative thing and i got a lot of that on the internet when 100 gex started making music um i felt like people were just like treating them like the absolute best new musical artists like Mm. of the past like decade and it seemed Mm. so insanely hyperbolic to me that it made me not want to like them yeah, uh, I mean even I though I like, like um, some of their songs, like I really have no no, no beef with Hundred Gecs. Please, no beef. Um, but you know, it just sort of the the culture around them kind of annoyed me, to be honest. Yeah,
1: I mean, I definitely there are Hundred Gex fans who act like that. And it felt like
0: there was a lot of st- online stand culture around them.
1: There is, um, but as you know, there are with a lot of artists. Yeah, um, and that's fair.
0: Like I'm saying, like you know, it's it's that's ultimately you know. Yeah, it's not their fault.
1: Um, but I mean, I feel like there's also a lot of. Um, I feel like they're a divisive artist. I I see a decent amount of, of uh, hate going towards Hundred gecks and you know people that, that that just like think it's ridiculous that people listen to that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So I see a lot of that too, and uh, I think that, you know, it, I love it. It's definitely not for everyone, but I'm yeah. all I'm all on board. The gecks – train and just the hyper pop train in general sure but no one has to get on board that's the thing about trains is there's a lot of them and you don't have to have 10 tickets
0: (laughs) that's a great point (laughs) it's a great point you don't have to have 10 tickets and hey you know i like i like charlie xcx i like sophie yeah
1: it's that's what i'm saying there's a ton going on um there it's um it's a broad genre
0: already so. yeah and i have a long history of this like bullshit behavior on my part like you know i like okay. i did not <laughs> well yeah i like i was i was resistant i was highly resistant to like death grips when they first came out um yeah i re- i sort of refused to listen to the money store the year it came out which obviously that's like dumb as hell yeah, and i know p- that
1: that's pretty stupid i gotta say <laughs> but I, it's just like I, the uh,
0: way i am i don't know uh, if something is like that lauded as like it's so innovative i'm gonna kind of roll my eyes and be like well just fuck you then i don't like it um that's just kind of how i am i'm not saying that that's good it's not yeah but I th- it's I just sort of how i react sometimes
1: yeah that is a difference between us is uh, <laughs> i have i like i'm totally opposite i'm just like a dog um <laughs> like just getting like excited it everything going on, and I'm like, wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems like a much better way to live oh, your it's, life.
1: It's it's great. Hey, I don't know if it makes for uh, interesting opinions, but <laughs> um, I love it. I love music. Yeah. I, 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 I like I, all of it.
0: I can't help it. I'm a grump.
1: Hey, I think that's great. I think that um, you know, you always have something to say.
0: <laughs> I sure do. You
1: always got some shit to say, Randy. Yeah. And I, I have one more recommendation, so I just want to give it to The new Yusu album, um, Yusu Yellow River Blue. This is a new ambient album, sort of ambient pop. um, And it is is the first album I've heard by Yusu. Oh, actually, it's her debut album. So that would be why it's the first one I've heard. Uh, But it is uh, based on um, the Yellow River in China, which she traveled to uh, and wrote about. I think it's near her home, uh, you know, kind of just recently read about all this. But there's uh, some sort of Chinese, like, composition instruments in it, which uh, I think is enjoyable. I really enjoy that on ambient releases. um, And this is a really good one. So I just want to say, listen to it. I was playing a bit of this before we recorded. I don't know if you noticed any of it at all. No Uh, recollection of that. If it sounds familiar did you ever listen, have you ever listened to um, those like Vangelis China records yes uh, that kind of reminds me of that um, which I, I like uh, I think this is the good ambient stuff if you're if that sounds appealing at all to you uh, I, I recommend it I like
0: it a lot yeah that does make it sound appealing <laughs> I truly don't remember you playing that before we recorded I I have to be totally honest but um, yeah I love Vangelis you I didn't I sh-
1: notice the ambient music I <laughs> uh, hate when you play ambient around your friends. I you try to talk to them about <laughs> it later, and they're like, "What?
0: I don't even remember that at all." It uh, just sort of bled into the background. It yeah, seemed like
1: it's like, "Are you kidding me? Come <laughs> on, okay."
0: Yeah, fair point. Uh, <laughs> man, Vangelis—he had some good records, huh?
1: Yeah, Vangelis, huh? You
0: ever think about that? Yeah, maybe I we should had do some a good records. Maybe,
1: hey, should we do a podcast about Vangelis? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible idea
1: you think that if we did a podcast about evangelist eventually we could get him to come on yeah we could you think, think so
0: yeah n- well no he so here's what he's I'm. he's like saying.
1: a Noam chomsky like figure <laughs> like he would just say yes like
0: <laughs> here's yeah he, we could email him all our questions <laughs> <and> he <laughs> would respond and then we could post screenshots of it on twitter and people would be like whoa Vangelis. you think
1: evangelist is the probably the Noam chomsky of music <laughs> yeah
0: probably <laughs> <laughs> no i feel like um, Brian, you know, is, is the I Nolan think Jeff Tweedy or uh, Brian, you know, is pretty good. I mean, Noam Chomsky, I mean, Vangelis is not a bad pick, though, but here's what I'm saying. I think that doing a <laughs> podcast about Vangelis is a terrible idea. But I do think that if we did do it, it could be hugely successful and he would come on the pod.
1: You think if we did a podcast about Vangelis, it would be hugely successful? Yeah,
0: and he would be a guest <laughs> and he would like being a guest so much that he would ask to become a regular co-host.
1: You think Evangelos could
0: teach me how to use the synth? You know? <laughs> he, almost certainly. Um, maybe we would find out that he like doesn't know shit about synths.
1: What? How? So what? How? What was the like secret? Like we would
0: ask him to like show us some stuff on the synth, and he would have to. He would like sort of like pretend to know. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing music from
1: his phone, like in his <laughs> pocket. <laughs> and he he unplugged the synth, and it, it's just. <laughs> Yeah. He's he's just got a little <laughs> he's playing one of his <laughs> records out of his phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that's what would happen. Um which is why I think it's a terrible idea for us to start that podcast. It's You're too right, much that power. does sound
1: like a hugely successful podcast. <laughs> we they unmasked Vangelis and they <laughs> yeah would, we they, blew
0: the lid off this whole thing they'd
1: eventually like make a movie about that um yeah. be like oh the how I? <laughs>
0: or at the very least there would be an NPR podcast yeah. about our podcast
1: yeah it, like everyone thought Vangelis was the greatest artist to ever live but it turns out Vangelis was playing music from his phone the whole time <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um Oh man, we should <laughs> we should get into another <laughs> segment, right? All right, we should take a break first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we're back. <laughs> Welcome back
0: to the show. We're back. It's here. It's happening. You know what it is. It's good, listeners. We're here. It's happening.
1: You didn't like that. I could tell by the look on your I face. I just didn't
0: know if I should jump in, or <laughs> if you had a plan.
1: I did not have a plan. <laughs>
0: so I, okay. Yeah, I
1: was messing around when you were getting a drink. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, it's good. It's, I like. Just trust me. I know. I know a thing or two about podcasting.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do trust you. Now I feel like I shouldn't, but I do. Well, thank you for trusting
1: me, first of all. <laughs> um, You're welcome. And second of all, welcome back from our little break. Uh, it was more of a break for us than it was for anyone listening to this. But, <laughs> Most uh,
0: likely. I mean, I'm sure we have tons of ads.
1: Yeah, I'll record some uh, now that you mention it. But, that I mean, I don't know. Now we're done with, really, th- the recommendations part of the episode. So you don't
0: trust me. Is what you're really saying?
1: Um, I trust you with a lot of things. I trust you to uh, lock the door most of the time. Although I did come home the other day and the
0: door was unlocked. Um, I. <laughs> so you're not you are not willing to say I trust you like I said to you. Trust you about what? Well, I just said full stop. I trust you.
1: I trust you with a lot of things. And I
0: felt like I like. I felt like in context, I was saying that largely about the podcast. That's what I felt. So you're not willing to say that, even?
1: Oh, I trust you with a lot of things.
0: But not the podcast.
1: Oh, I mean, the podcast, I. Is... Yeah.
0: <laughs> you, yeah, what?
1: I, yeah, I. Yeah, I do.
0: You do what?
1: I do the, po- I, I do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You <laughs> certainly do. So you feel like the so the podcast is sort of your thing, is what you're saying. It's your thing, I'm and just, I have no hey, ownership. I'm over just pulling it and your and leg. I'm just <laughs> giving you a hard, a hard time.
1: I trust you with the podcast. Um, that feels sincere to the extent that I'm able to.
0: Wow. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We'll come back to this at some point. What was that bullshit you were saying?
1: I was just saying that we're done with the real part of the podcast now. We're just hanging out.
0: Um, oh yeah, it's fake now.
1: Because we're done with the recommendations, so and we also Hey, the listener
0: can't trust another thing we say. It's fake now. Um
1: you know, we did um y- you know, we didn't necessarily do a lot of planning. We didn't talk about what we're like a topic beforehand for this podcast, so I guess the b- there's a the big thing that I've listened to is finally listened to that 1975 album that you've been hounding me to listen. You've just thank d- you. You have been s- like screaming at me like, oh my god, this is the coolest album, and like you have to listen to this. Yeah, that's um, what I've been saying. So I finally listened to the 1975. I loved watching you sleep. <laughs> uh, <That's not
0: laughs> you don't know what any albums are called. We do a podcast about music. I love you watching don't know you what, sleep. Name one album name. The
1: 1975 I Love Watching You <laughs> Sleep because you're so it's beautiful, but you can't wake out of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that doesn't,
0: doesn't even make sense. Oh, uh, no. It's I like it when you sleep for pre- you are so beautiful yet so unaware of it. Name one other album name, please. The Flaming Lips, The
1: Soft Bulletin.
0: I know that album name. Okay. And I also know Pinkerton by Weezer. Those are two real albums. That's yeah. all right. You proved it. You know what an album is.
1: But that's a really long album name. So I, if it was much as far as you can expect someone to remember the name of your album, maybe – uh, hey, that's my biggest criticism of the album is that the name is very stupid. Um, well,
0: I remembered it, and I did not have it written down here, and I remembered it.
1: Well, whoop dee <laughs> um, but
0: So maybe you should trust me with this podcast a little bit more.
1: Should I trust you with that?
0: Um, <laughs> to the extent that you're <laughs> uh, Very interesting. Um, <laughs> so, d- yeah, so we both listened to – I have been – so I think truly, since basically the second or third episode of this podcast, I have been talking about the 1975 and trying to get you to listen to specifically this album because you had listened to their third and fourth albums recently. Yeah, because so we were able to talk about those a little bit. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, truly for like, probably, I don't know, like two months now, I've been trying to get this thing yeah, I guess to be ha- talked about on the podcast. It has been a
1: while. I don't know why it's taken me so long. I guess I was worried it wouldn't live up to how much I like their third and fourth albums. Um, and you know what? It did live up to it. It's great. I love it.
0: It's better than those ones.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Oh, okay. You agree with that. I did. I kind of did not expect you to agree.
1: No, I think it's probably better. Um, I mean, I think that the I like the direction that they've been going with their past couple albums. And this one is, you know, they have less, you know, sort of ambient stuff which I could see being a positive. You could argue that's a positive. Um, and they've got a lot of that poppy sort of 80s stuff really leaning hard into the the 80s pop aspect of it. And even um, even like uh, post-punk uh, in some songs, they have some guitar parts that sound like um, out of a Cure song or something, but
0: definitely and and i b- uh would very much like to follow up on what you were just saying but first i feel like i should maybe give it just a little bit of uh table setting for this set my table uh, yeah i um and and i will um which is just that yeah this is sort of one of my ongoing projects uh that i've been trying to <laughs> trying to get off the ground since the beginning of this dang podcast because i heard you of course recommended me uh their most recent album in 2020 uh notes on a conditional form i yep remember that off the top of my head too i know that name (laughs) and i know their
1: third album name a brief referendum Uh,
0: (laughs) i think you're already you're off to a rocky start (laughs) (laughs) on online relationships okay (laughs) i i think maybe you're having a little bit of fun with these now um And, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I checked out that album. I didn't like it. We had a little bit of discourse about it. Um, And so it became sort of an ongoing project of mine to explore this band that really bothers me for some reason. I don't like this band.
1: They're a divisive band, and I, I, I think they are highly unlikable. I will say <laughs> that about them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm very, glad. very easy to dislike, and in spite of it all, I have uh, done a complete 360 a complete (laughs) 180 a complete (laughs) 180 yeah
0: um on them yeah you used to not like them i think especially their first album you were against i was against it when it came out yeah yeah Uh,
1: i I did not like them i did not like when they came into the scene thought maddie healy was a bit of a annoying yeah for lack of a better word and still do but i would say um, if anything
0: he has only gotten more annoying
1: certainly but there's something about it that's kind (laughs) of um you know, it's it's just all it's all part of it. They're an interesting band to talk about. Yes. Um, and that's part of why I like them. But I also just think that they craft, you know, excellent pop songs. I mean, I think that they really identify trends that are going on in pop music and latch on to them and just sort of immaculately produce these pop songs. And, I, I mean, I think they do it well. You could say they don't do it well. I think they do it well. Uh, but – it's a little, it's a little cynical what they do, but I do like the songs.
0: Yeah, I would largely agree with, with just about everything you just said. I definitely they, they uh, much like nasty little parasites. They, they latch on to, to uh, the goings on of, of, of music uh, in the modern day, and and they give their own little spin on it. Um, and I have largely found what they do to be insufferable i totally understand why you like what they do and the thing that i really want to key into about what you're saying is that yeah there is something the annoyance is part of it it is part of their appeal um and i totally i totally get that because that is what if they were just a boring band that i didn't like I would not have been so keen to keep talking about them. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I find them very annoying, and I don't like them. Um, but there is something innately compelling about Matt Healy's ridiculous, like, self-absorbed, obnoxious approach to songwriting and album creating. He has this whole idea in his head that, like, I mean, I think he's been quoted before saying that, like, if you're not trying to be the biggest band in the world, then, like, you shouldn't be making music or something <laughs> like that. It's and such he's, a ridiculous he's always saying, like, some r- bullshit like that.
1: It's so ridiculous. Just constantly. Like, what a ridiculous <laughs> way to operate as an artist. Like, yeah, it should not work. I never – there are plenty of artists who operate this way. And sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just – No, no. Uh, like, that is really the core of what I think is so fascinating is that it still works for me. Like – it wouldn't work for me if I didn't like the songs. Um, I think the songs—they just have songs that are undeniable. Um,
0: yeah, and I will—I will go with you on that path to an extent. I think to a much lesser extent than you. Um, sure. They do have, I would say, w- like on average, so far in their albums that I've explored, I would say that they have like one, two, four tracks that I think are undeniably good. Um, that really sort of like uh, kind of transcend my annoyance at the piece as a whole. And I will say as well, um, I will give you a chance to respond to that because you were making a face. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you don't like that opinion, um, which I think is fair. Um, but yeah, so this, this one, their second album, uh, I Like It When You Sleep for You Were So Beautiful, You So Unaware of It. Um, that is a terrible album title. I think the cover is fine. It's pretty tasteful. Um, uh, it does... Yeah. what? So here's... I want to start with what I like about this album. Okay. And what surprised me about it, which is how cohesive it is and how much it is all, you know, just of a piece. It felt like they had something in their head. They wanted to explore 80s production styles. They wanted to explore 80s pop songwriting. um and I think that that is a perfectly, you know, fine a noble thing pursuit, for a, a big yeah. band to do. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a noble pursuit <laughs> is what I think about that. Um, no, I think that's a perfectly fine, fine concept for t- like, a, that's a perfectly fine starting point. There are worse concepts out there. Absolutely. Uh, including their two follow-up albums to this one, um, mm, which are messy, all over the place, and... Uh, uh, like i said pretty much insufferable like a party um. salad <laughs> yeah i would say that <laughs> yeah particularly notes on a conditional form is much like a party cheese salad um if you're not familiar with party cheese salad please look it up on youtube uh you'll have a great time i think uh, <laughs> highly recommend that video um <laughs> But yeah, this this album I think is is pretty cohesive. Like the, the production is not just like swinging wildly from one genre to the next on this thing, which is something that I actually like about it. It gives it a consistent feel, uh, which I appreciate, and I think that it it sort of reins in some of Matt Healy's more annoying tendencies. Annoying to me, I should say. Sure. Yeah. Um. And and I appreciated that, even though they are exploring some elements of. 80s production that are not ones that i'm fond of like it like radio pop from the 80s is not a genre i'm into that is not my favorite era of like radio music
1: yeah i I actually i tend to agree i think that the hits are are like there are some hits you know from that era that you hear and and you can kind of get into but it's not something i've ever felt inclined to yeah really dig into but i i do like the modern takes on it i gotta say i mean you like uh somebody else and and all that sort of thing going on here yeah um very very good to hear the modern i mean it's like the weekend does the same sort of thing uh it reminds you of that you have like the synth sort of thing that i think just gives people it connects with something in their brain like some sort of nostalgia center um like even if you're you know nostalgic for something that you weren't alive for it it just um I, I don't know. That's part of why that stuff is big, right? It just connects with some pleasure center in your brain. Hearing, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, those
0: eighty cents, and but that's why. That's why I think like that. It is right for the nineteen seventy five to be trying to be such a huge pop band, like they are. Because like I will say, like somebody else to me is easily their best song, and it's also by far their most popular song. Yep. Um. Very true. And uh, you know, with some artists, that's the way it is. Like. They are try- They're setting out to make accessible pop music, and the best, most accessible music they make actually is their best music.
1: Yeah, but I gotta say, I'm glad that the 1975 does other stuff, though. I just think it's interesting. And for me, I know you're not as into it. You say they only have like a handful of good songs, but especially on this album, Track for Track, I'm pretty much along for the ride. I like hearing them explore uh i like how they um i feel like in each of their albums the recent ones they have a good deal of range but especially in this one they stick to you know the basic premise i i agree in the, the newer ones it's a little more all over the place i like that i think it's fun but and this
0: one like the others is too long
1: it's a little bit too long but i mean i was pretty much enjoying it track for track i think that uh you know love me uh, if I Believe You I think there's a lot of great songs on here and it does have a little bit of those spacey like ambient um we'll have a track where it's really just that sort of like tinkling that they do where they just go on for like a minute or two yeah it's sort of a do, 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 like a little tinkling pianos and all that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, that stuff I actually don't mind too much. I think it's personally. pretty. I think they do
1: yeah. a good job of it. So that's I think that they're they're fairly ambitious for for like a radio sort of uh, indie pop band. And I I um I just I, I like that there, there's a band out there like that that's that's interesting. That's fun to follow. Uh, and I also am into the music. So I don't know. I mean I don't. Like I, I guess we can talk about their debut album, eventually. Um, I think and, we should, and we'll yeah.
0: I mean, I think we're locked in at this point. We have to, but um, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 interested to go back to that thing. Are you? Are you? You don't sound excited to explore that at all.
1: I, I have gone back to it, and I, I I like it more. Like I don't have the same negative reaction I had to it back in the day because at the time when it came out, I was much more attached. I was much more. In the scene, I guess. Like I don't know. Um, like I felt like I was. I was like, I mean, I was like in high school. I was a kid. I was upset that they were, um, pop popular, like more popular than other indie ba- bands, because I thought that they were annoying and uh, like, th- like sickly sweet. I guess is what bothered me about it. Like with the single chocolate, it that just, is a very saccharin. I just track, felt yeah. like. Oh, I am totally just out of the loop on this one. Everyone's going crazy about it and, you know, I didn't like it. I was on Tumblr. I had my Tumblr band blog and uh, I didn't I didn't like seeing these these pictures of Maddie Healy all over the place.
0: Well, yeah, and well and the thing is like they were never they were able to operate in that space and they were able to draw fans from the sort of indie kids scene as you say. Um but, yeah, what you were balking at is that they were, you know, they were so clearly posers, yeah, right? Like, cause they're, cause you're, they're, they were never at all indie in any way, yeah. Um, and they had extremely slick, expensive production from the very moment they started releasing singles. They were on the radio immediately. They clearly had money behind them. Um, so yeah, I think, I think honestly, it's pretty fair if you're like really involved in, in, in the indie culture and, and the uh, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is but uh, the um
1: I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. And <laughs>
0: in, 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 if you're really involved in the indie culture and, and you're really involved in, in the discourse about that music yeah I think it's honestly pretty fair to be annoyed at a band like this who's suddenly drawing a lot of the discourse away from bands that are maybe more interesting and also have like kind of legitimate indie bona fides, you know, which does not mean I'm not saying like radio music is bad or like non-indie bands are bad. But I do think it kind of sucks when, you know, a very mainstream band with a lot of money behind it comes into those spaces and is like drawing a lot of the attention away from more interesting bands who do not want to be on the radio and are not looking for that kind of appeal. Um, But those bands want to have both the financial you know commercial success but they also want to they want to benefit as well from the uh the aesthetic and the Mm -hmm. um the sort of like the cred they want the cred of indie but they don't want to have to actually do the work of being an indie band i
1: think that's kind of that that is what it was off-putting about it to me like it was just they were automatically like in this, like, scene, like, in these, like, fandoms that I was a part of, I guess you'd call it at the time, and yeah. um, it was, like, oh, like, aesthetically, clearly, and a lot of it was tied up with just the person of Matt Healy, like, aesthetically, they are totally just, like, snapping right into this scene, but mm-hmm. musically, I feel like this is not at all, like, any, like, any of the stuff that I like that's out now. Nowadays, I mean, it's like I don't have that same connection to it. It's whatever, honestly. Um, so, like, the 1975 are so huge at this point, it's like they're a different thing than they were back then. Yeah, um, definitely,
0: definitely. And I think they no longer have any real interest in even exactly trying to be a so part I of that. I think
1: that now that – I think that it's just kind of like there's an honesty to it where – Oh yeah, we we're just trying to be the biggest band of all time. Um, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna like s- follow you along on this strange like doomed to fail journey of you of yours. except like,
0: well, I mean, if they're failing, they're failing upwards.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, no, I <laughs> I agree, but it, I mean, just like it seems, it seems improbable. The 19s, they are a weird band, so it's like it's such it's like a so improbable. I feel like yeah, but. They know how to make the freaking songs. They know what people like, I guess. I mean
0: Yeah, that's fair. They are one of the closer things we have to, I guess, what you could call a legitimate rock star these days. Um and that's yeah, not that I mean, much of a thing anymore. You but. have
1: anti rock stars. Like it feels like I mean, even I think of like uh like bands on this scene, like Alex Turner, uh, when AM came out, was like literally just becoming the embodiment of that rock star archetype and has since, like, rejected it a little bit. Um, (laughs) He's sort of
0: moved into a weird sort of crooner, slinky yeah, kind of...
1: uh, He slinked. He slunk into the background. Yeah, he's slinking. He's slinking. And so it's, I don't know, it's weird to... I feel like there are plenty of people who would like to, you know, be that sort of rock star type of... Uh, you know figure but sure it's uh maybe hey maybe maddie healy is the closest we got he's the modern elvis people thought it was alex turner it's maddie healy
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean there's 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 him there's uh chris martin there's like dave Grohl.
1: harry styles harry Harry styles Styles i think so yeah (laughs) yeah yeah dave Grohl. and these Uh. all these (laughs) are all these
0: are all i think you know there's a legitimate argument to make for everybody we just listed being one of the closer things we have to rock stars but they all sort of suffer from the same thing which is that we, you know this has been talked to death we don't need to talk about it but you know the fragmented culture of music and the internet these days where like those are all things that are speaking to very different groups of people yeah and are totally shut out from other groups of people basically oh, absolutely. um so the sort of universal rock star of like you know queen or whatever uh i really do think harry styles
1: anymore. might might be one of the closer things we have right now like i like think so harry like styles is sort of a universal cultural figure yeah um, very and accepted and very like you know pushing you know, boundaries and all that sort of thing so uh in some ways i mean harry styles musically not incredibly exciting but um he, he's had <laughs> some
0: good songs though i, I sort like of harry that styles. album that album with shit. the pink cover i kind of enjoyed um yeah, I, I don't th- remember the name of it. Is that Sign of the Times? Is that the name of the album?
1: That might be the name. Um,
0: and of course, we love... I think love that was his debut. Um, I think it was, yeah. And of course, we love Wild Style, his current relationship on this show.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. They're wild. Wild Style? style. Yeah. Get the hell out of <laughs> here. Are
1: you kidding me? That is not... <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, why am I going to be upset about that? I don't know. Uh, I'm I was surprised like that you were. Wild Style, that's like the... <laughs> Isn't that the name of a character in the Lego movie? Uh, I believe so, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's who they are together. They're wild style. You huh? put them together, you like put them in one of those photo editors where you put two phases together. I feel like <laughs> them two together would actually maybe look a little bit like the character wild style. I think they look like a Lego, from the huh? Lego yeah. movie. <laughs> okay. Hmm.
1: Very interesting. Yeah. Should um, we talk about something else? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we're also, you know, we can we can get to wrapping up any time, but if you have some other stuff to talk about, I definitely welcome it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, okay, yeah. So you don't you don't have anything else. No. Okay. Um well, um I guess yeah, maybe then it that maybe that does us for another week of good listening. Oh, you don't have anything to talk about? No, not really. It was mostly the 1975. I mean, I have not dug deep enough into the Animal Collective catalog to touch base on that at this point we should start um, making like games for each other to play yeah that could be fun
1: yeah hey you know um so do you know what the do you want to guess what the top streamed song on spotify of all time is <laughs> okay do you have it yeah i actually was looking this up uh yesterday because we were talking about this a little bit i was like i wonder what like the highest streamed things on spotify are um because like i was looking at like I was like, Oh, it's gotta be like the Beatles <laughs> and then I realized like, wait, I am like dumb. Like I don't realize the demographics that are using this and how popular the Beatles are now, like
0: Also weren't they not on Spotify for like many years. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, they do have a lot of streams, but I was like, No, like it's it's not definitely not true that the Beatles are the most streamed like artist. Um and it's not but I, I do know who the who what the most streamed song is, but I'm interested what you what your are okay. There,
0: I, there's no way I'm gonna get this right. I'll um, give you. I
1: mean, you can. You don't. You can like um, list a few.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course, we were. Uh, I was looking at the stats on Midnight City by M83 the other night, and that's got a lot of streams. But there's that can't be anywhere near the top. Um, could you tell me how many streams it has?
1: Um, like. 2.6 billion.
0: Okay, I was going to guess 2 billion.
1: Or like 2.7 billion.
0: Wow. D- it's almost 3 billion. That's yeah. a, that's crazy. Um Okay. And is um It's it's it, it's one of
1: in my opinion like the most boring artists of all time.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. But
1: by, uh, hugely popular, obviously.
0: Uh but a a modern artist?
1: Yeah, modern. If you look at like um the like top five all st- they're all modern artists Interesting. obviously
0: and is it someone who operates uh within the realm of of pop music yeah it's, i would just say general pop okay um wow 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 <laughs> uh this is still i've asked for so many hints at this point but it's still pretty hard to think of, uh like for some reason, my like this is definitely wrong, but like my brain is saying that it is something by Adele.
1: Uh, that's a solid guess. It's not by Adele, but I would say overlapping fan
0: bases. Okay, overlapping fan bases with Adele.
1: That might that uh, not a, not a super similar artist to Adele though. I just think that similar casual mainstream appeal. Right. <laughs> you can believe that for the most streamed uh, song of all time. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Um,
1: Yeah, this artist actually has two songs in the top ten.
0: Wow. Wow. And I have no idea who it is. Um, And if you go down
1: to the – they have a song in the top 15 as well. They they are all – and they have four songs in the top 20. Wow. They're huge. You don't even – like, this is an artist that once you hear, you're going to be like, obviously. But you don't think about how huge they are because I'm telling you, they are insanely boring.
0: Yeah, that's the problem, is I feel like all of the artists I can think of are, like, artists that I have, like, some at least cursory interest in. I know it's going to be somebody who is just, like, totally off my radar.
1: It's someone who became hugely popular, like, probably while we were in high school, Yeah, and you'll hear these songs. That this would be, like, a slow dance played at prom or something. Um,
0: okay. Um, slow dance at prom. I went to one prom.
1: I went to two, just for the record.
0: Very cool. Um, uh, is it a, it's it's a woman?
1: No, it's a man.
0: Okay. I was thinking of all female artists, honestly. That's I'm why surprised I, that I, it's I a wanted man. to steer away from the Adele. Um,
1: I knew that your, your, your little brain was going to go in that <laughs> yeah, direction. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my little brain. Um, wow. Wow. I, I, I don't wow, I don't know if I can do it. Really good segment. M- is <laughs> <it> <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish I had better guesses. <laughs> um, it's not like um, I don't. I can't think of a single like male artist who does like really popular ballads. It's oh, it's right there.
1: I wish you could get it. I do oh too. Oh my god! So I'm just gonna have to give it to you, huh?
0: I, d- I, d- uh, d- it, um adam levine i don't know it's ed sheeran jesus christ (laughs) edge of course it's ed sheeran god damn it i absolutely should have gotten that it's ed sheeran that's unbelievable shape of you by ed Ed sheeran Sheeran has almost three billion
1: streams on spotify
0: it's like it was like it's like he just like sort of like slips off my brain Ed Sheeran is gotta be the
1: most boring artist of all time. It's like like
0: it's impossible for me to even think about him. Yeah,
1: no, (laughs) totally understand. (laughs) Like it's when I looked at that up, it totally made me realize. Like as far as like music consumption goes, it makes you realize like um, what's what people really want. You know? Um, Yeah, they they want Ed Sheeran. Everyone wants Ed Sheeran, just uh, something inoffensive. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's good, I guess. I don't know. Right? No. I, Ed
0: she- people, like, I don't like. Just think I about, like, <laughs> so here's why. Here's my argument against Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and I have, you know, I don't know anything about him as a person. You know what I mean? Um, I think he might be a perfectly fine person, or maybe he's not. Maybe he's an asshole. I don't know. But my argument against him is that like the the sort of acoustic guitar ballad thing i think is perfectly fine yeah nothing wrong with that that does not bother me too much even though i don't care for it i don't like the way he does it um i don't like his songwriting uh i think he's pretty bad yeah Um, i think he's bad but the 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 thing that like actually bothers me is the songs that he has put out where he like comes close to like sort of doing a like funk or almost hip-hop that's very true is like very just atrocious
1: yeah i think when he was first coming onto the scene people recommended him to me yeah and i looked him up and it was the just the acoustic stuff and it was like okay this is not really my thing but i get why you recommended this to me because it's kind of like you had a bunch of artists that were doing acoustic like even like on the indie scene like there are people like jake bug or whatever um yeah Jake, boy, what and a moment in time. But you had, like, Tallest Man on Earth and, like, all these artists that would just do, like, yeah. these acoustic guitar type of things.
0: Tallest Man on and Earth kind of holds up. Tall I was That's actually listening to uh, songs
1: yesterday. Very good. But they like, the most charming ones, like Tallest Man on Earth, would be good. That could actually, like, um, write, like, a fun, you know, had some lyrical. Yeah, and he uh, had an interesting voice. And sometimes interesting chord structures. Exactly. Uh, Ed Sheeran doesn't have any of that. But I was like, I can get this. And then he got huge in leaned into just the sort of you know slapping a produced beat onto all of mm-hmm. his songs so i mean ed sheeran <laughs> sucks so i hey yeah, that's 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 what we you know that's our take on ed sheeran
0: yeah we're somebody hey and somebody's finally somebody taking this guy down a peg <laughs> yeah ed sheeran
1: yeah hey maybe we can move some of those songs out of the top 20 most stream songs
0: oh we're gonna make Better songs <laughs> here, that are more streams.
1: Here, just for fun, let me let me tell you the rest of the top five. Okay. The number two most streamed song is Rockstar by Post Malone. Okay. Um like two point one billion streams. Uh number three, Dance Monkey. You by say
0: Rockstar by Post Malone, and what I'm hearing in my head is Rockstar, I think.
1: By Nickelback? By Nickelback is no, what's a different that. song. Um <laughs> Okay. Dance Monkey by Tones and I. I don't know who that is. What? But they have two billion streams. I have
0: no idea what that is.
1: Dance. One monkey. Dance by Drake. Sure. Um oh off of views, okay. Um, that doesn't surprise and me. And then number five, closer by the Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. Yeah. One point nine billion streams. So that's also not surprising. Number six blinding lights. That's that's gotta be the the f- one of the best in that top ten. That's what, what is blinding on. lights? Uh by the weekend.
0: Right, right, right. Okay, sure.
1: Um, and there's a few Weekend songs in that top 20 as well. I think The Weekend is one of the, the best huge artists out there. But Yeah, I totally um, agree. You know, we're just kind of rambling at this point. We should probably should have wrapped up a little bit ago, but yeah. that is totally okay.
0: Sure. In fact, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Hey, it gives us more padding to uh, edit out my Golden Pelican story.
1: Oh, you want me to edit that story out?
0: Yeah, I have a feeling you're going to leave it in no matter what I say. (laughs) As soon as I started with it, I felt like it was a terrible idea. Yeah, you
1: know, if it was me, would I have brought that story up? Maybe not. But I think that maybe I'll leave it in if it makes me laugh while I'm editing it. (laughs) And it probably will. I think I'm always laughing when I'm editing this podcast. That's Uh, nice.
0: I have seen you doing that. <laughs> you've been on the couch while I've been watching something else, and you have had headphones on, and you've been chuckling at our yeah, podcast. Yeah, just
1: because I think we're a little stupid, but... Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> 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 it's okay. You know what stupid is? As stupid does... Okay, sorry. I didn't have anything to say to say. I just feel <laughs> like it's time for us to say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Stupid.